I'm Lisa Collins, and welcome to today's teaching of Real Christianity with your teacher, Mosley Collins. Each week, we try to bring you a study of God's Word that will encourage and equip you to live a life that God can bless, to live a life of real Christianity. And now, I am proud to present your brother in Christ, and my husband, Mosley Collins. Thank you, darling, and welcome, my listeners, to today's edition of Real Christianity, where we try and bring you encouragement and teaching from the Word of God that will help you and will help me live a life that God can bless. And I'm joined in the studio again today with Dr. Donald Partridge. Dr. Partridge is the founder of the Institute for Family Research and Education. Welcome, Don. Thank you, Mosley. It's good to be here again. And uh, we'll try and give this later in the program, but he can be reached at www.blendingfamily.com, blendingfamily.com. Yes. So we, Don, we're in a series called Parent Wars. Parent Wars. And we're trying to help uh, people who are divorced know how to deal with the ex for the reason that we want to help our children the uh, potential for causing catastrophic damage to our children is resident right in our hands. And in this divorce culture, it is a new environment people do not understand. There are new rules, new game plans, and individuals do not know how to approach that. We can't approach it with uh, a lack of knowledge and lack of understanding. Because if we do, we destroy our children. We will destroy our children, and in doing so, we'll, we'll cause ourselves a um, egregious life. Yeah. Um, w- what we have to do is we have to meet this g- divorce culture with another type of culture. And this other type of culture that we need to confront the divorce culture with is what I call an acceptance culture to where we put our weapons of warfare down, we look at our environments around us, and we, and we accept the environments that are out of control around us, <clears throat> and we, uh, we seek not to go to war against those things. Okay, people listening right now are thinking, you don't, you, you, they're thinking, you know, Dr. Partridge, you've probably never been divorced. You don't know, I've been divorced. You don't know what it's like to be divorced. That's what people are thinking about you. Now, tell us, is that, is that correct? Well, I'll tell you, Mosley, both you and I sitting here <laughs> have a response to that. We both have uh, uh, experienced heartbreak of divorce. Yeah. Uh, in both your and our situation, we did not want it. It came at us, and we uh, we were victims. <clears throat> we were victims of this divorce. Well, how come, if we were Christians, why are we now divorced? Well, it, it just happens. Um, th- we're not in the Garden of Eden. Uh, That's for sure. <laughs> we, <laughs> we we are not in heaven. Uh, the millennium has not happened. Uh, we're in a sinful culture, and people respond to respond to this sin. I will say this that. If you had a husband and wife, both who love the Lord Jesus and were willing to submit to him, you would not have a divorce. That is absolutely correct. But if you have one or both who are not on that page, 
then anything is possible. Anything's impossible. What is what is this world filled with? It's filled with the lust of the eyes, yeah. the lust of the flesh, yeah. and the pride of life. Those things cause by itself automatically separation, yeah. s- separation of relationships. Yeah. And so things that started well uh, one uh, you know Saturday afternoon at a pretty church, um, three years, 10 years, 20 years later, and then divorce. Yes. And uh, if you have been divorced, it doesn't mean that God is done with you. It doesn't mean that God can't use you. In fact, God is loving you. I'm just going to say this. This is really a little off topic, but some people feel like if you got divorced, you really are a damaged goods. You're kind of like a second uh, tier or a second yeah. level individual. Yeah. You're no longer first level anymore. Yeah, certainly not going to be speaking on the radio in the name of Jesus. Yes. Because, well, you're divorced. Well, you're divorced. Yeah, and I think that comes from some kind of culture in the church where if a pastor gets divorced, and he's done. But that's even having to change now because uh, there's some very famous people, um, Charles Stanley, for one, yes. who... who uh, you know his marriage has not survived, yet he's gone on with God, and that, and I, my, I applaud him for that. It look what we need to do in order to determine where the Holy <clears throat> Spirit is is by their fruit you shall know them. Here's an individual who finds himself in divorce. Look what they pr- continue producing. Do they continue producing? Uh, the love of Christ, the uh, presence of Jesus, right. are they still in his word? Those types of things. Now, that right. may not uh, dictate that he didn't have failure on his part, right. but there is a thing called repentance. There yeah. is a thing called renewal. If any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Let's keep moving right. forward in God. Yeah, and any any way it happened, divorce is not the unforgivable sin. Yes. It's forgivable uh, even if you caused it. Even even if you caused it, there is a freedom in Jesus Christ available because who didn't cause sin in the past? Yes, of course. As Paul said, consider your calling. You know, I mean, look at you in Ephesians chapter two. Mm -hmm. We were all children of darkness, led about by our own lusts. And so in some cases it it comes out in divorce, other cases in other places. But here in this acceptance culture, what we're talking about, we are talking about a force, Mosley. We're not talking about a mild uh, little reaction that we do to these horrible things around us. We are talking about taking the weapons of warfare that we have available to us in God's word, and we can meet this divorce culture with, with an acceptance culture that will overpower this divorce culture and bring such restoration to our children and ourselves. And I do want to say this, and we talked off air on this. Acceptance does not mean approval. Yeah, let's, let's, why don't you tell us what you mean by acceptance? Acceptance means that we look at the life around us, particularly the parts of our life that is out of our control. <clears throat> You mean like how your ex is living? That's correct. <laughs> how your ex is raising your children. The, the, the spouse or the partner that your ex has chosen. Do you have any choice for that? None. None. And None. so what do we do with that? Well, we can, we can uh, beleaguer ourselves and everyone else around us by complaining, criticizing, bemoaning our situation, or we can say, okay. And as we talked about uh, a program before, you look at those, the environment of the people around you that's out of your control, and you say this, this word. You say, okay, 
There it is. This is what I have. I can't control it, but I can manage myself. And in doing so, win a life, not just for me, Mosley, but for those individuals around me. Right. We can actually not only take control back to our, uh, in our own lives and influence our children, but in doing so, Mosley, we can win those horrible ex-spouses, possibly to Christ. Yeah. And back to reality. Yeah. Well, you know, you, you told uh, a great story last time of how an, uh, a man who was a non-Christian really shocked you because there was a, there was a divorce and you married um, a, a great gal mm-hmm. who was also divorced <clears throat> and went to, I think it was... A, a graduation. A graduation. Yes. And um, the father of the ex, ex mm-hmm. came up and, and said, Don... I hear your son's great in baseball. If he comes down to Arizona where I live, I'm going to be his biggest fan. His best fan. And that just blew you away. Blew me away because I, uh, uh, in the setting, in the large building, it was our family over on one right. side, his family over on right. the other. And, you know, the two families will never meet in the middle. And he right. came over to our side and just said, right. I want to love your son. Right, and you were just like, your group was just like one step away from throwing rocks at that other group. Yeah, that's the enemy's side. (laughs) The enemy. Yeah, and we... What uh, they've done, all the terrible things they've done. Yeah, we could just list out. Oh, oh, we could spend all day listing out and complaining. You can have a list. (laughs) You can. I used to have a list of all the things my ex-wife did. Oh, I did it it before. Right right in the tip of my tongue. I I could rattle off all these things and oh my gosh how that consumed me when someone said how are you doing just get out of my way i'm going to tell you let me tell you all the all my grievousness against the other side right and what you a point you made one time which i think is really the heart of this is that the parent that is right the parent that is godly the parent that's trying to do the right thing is the most dangerous for the children because the parent that is right and godly and trying to do the right thing start saying to the children, oh, your mother. Yes. You see what a terrible woman she is. Now, maybe not in those words. Maybe it's like, well, your mom's late again. Yep. I guess she really doesn't care much about you. Yeah. Or your dad didn't pay his child support. You know, we don't have much because, well, he's not paying. I guess he does. You know, he's, he looks like he's having more fun uh, running around with his new girlfriend. Or else the child uh, says something uh, disrespectful against the other parent, right. and then the parent remains quiet. Quiet. And let the child just believe that. And just, that's right, my child has seen the yeah. truth. Mom know? is really mean, Dad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when we're talking about acceptance, we're, we're, number one, we're not saying that we're approving of the lifestyle, but we are laying the weapons of our warfare down and we're saying, okay, let's go ahead and respond correctly to our environment. You know the picture I have when you mention that? Yes. Is Jesus. He was a friend of publicans and sinners. Those people who actually opposed the law of God and he was a personification of that law. So in yes. one in one sense, these people were opposing him and all goodness because he was goodness. Yet what how did he respond to them? He was a friend. Yes. A publican of sinners does not mean he approved of it, and he certainly didn't. And so here we are, we're called to be, dare I say it, the friend of our ex. Yes. 
though we don't approve. Jesus was a friend of publicans and sinners. That's our model of how we're going to have to react to an ex who we think is not living the right life. So let's let's define an ex right now, because some people listening might say, yeah, but you don't understand my ex. Okay, it's fine for you guys because your exes are perfect, but not mine, you know, and we know that that's uh, tongue-in-cheek there. There are Disneyland dads, there's irresponsible dads, there are dads or moms who are neglectful, there are dads or moms, exes who are immoral, there's even dads and moms who are criminal. I had one woman come up to me and say, Don, my husband is, or my ex-husband, is a sexual predator. If he is with my daughter, he will sexually abuse her. To that degree, and here, so what am I to say? How am I to respond? I'm to resp- uh, my response is, stop the high emotion, calm down, look at what you have around me, how, how, what you have around you, and you say those words, okay, all right. I have, in this case with this woman, my ex is a sexual predator. Okay, now how are we gonna deal with it? Right. But let's, let's, let's take everything out of the rafters of emotion and let's become factual. Let's calm ourselves down, calm our hearts down, and take a look at what we have around. And, and now this is the understanding I want to bring to the audience today. Listen to this, Mosley. If you take all the sins of your ex and stack them on one side, all the sins, you just list them up. Maybe that's those, those, you could have a list, like we were talking about a list of all the problems of our exes. You, you can have a list to the roof. On the other side, if you invest in the children and a, a, a calm acceptance and respect of that child toward that other parent, you will eliminate and neutralize all those sins. Those sins are not powerful compared to the power of a child caring for the other parent. Now, let me take the case of the sexual predator. That child cannot be with that parent. Right. Acceptance is not putting a child in danger. Right. It is not a license for harming the kid. Right. So the child has to stay away or else they have supervised visitation. But the child is not wrapped in hatred, animosity, disrespect toward that parent. Right. That, the, the, the good parent trains that child to be a caring child and in doing so you will overpower anything of flu of influence from the other parent. wow i love that i love that you know another way of looking at that is to say god is not surprised at the bad behavior of our exes he's not surprised he's not surprised and he's got a plan yes. he has a plan that if we will approach this with his plan which is to love the other which he says love your enemies i mean Okay. Okay. Are we really going to believe the Bible when it says love your enemies? Well, let's try it. And loving and accepting the other parent neutralizes, as you say, Don, 
that terrible influence, it powerfully neutralizes the other influence. And we're going to be back after the break, but God has a plan to help you as you struggle with this issue. I hope you're enjoying today's edition of Real Christianity with your host, attorney Mosley Collins. You can get a free copy of today's message on CD or any of Mosley's other messages by calling our office at 916-444-4444. Now let's get back to today's message. Thank you, Lisa, and welcome back. I'm here with Dr. Donald Partridge. We're in our series called Parent Wars, and uh, Dr. Partridge is the founder of the Institute for Family Research and Education, and you can reach them at www.blendingfamily.com, blendingfamily.com. And actually, Dr. Partridge has dedicated a huge chunk of his life to researching this area and having uh, receiving and being able to give out, I believe, wonderful healing advice. Well, it's tough advice. It's not advice that comes naturally. This right. is an unnatural sport. This right. is a thing that we have to learn and we have to keep learning. We have to keep reminding ourselves this. I'm going to say something, Don. Part of this is, this is part of forgiveness, really, is what this is. And forgiveness is not an emotion. Well, I just can't forgive. What that means is I've got a lot of emotional uh, things that say I can't forgive. That's right. Anyone can forgive. Yes. Anyone can say, and here's how you do it. You don't wait till someday you feel like it. You just say, I forgive you. I forgive them. It is a choice, but it is more than a choice. It is a choice coupled with understanding. As we said before, some people really believe it may be right to maintain disrespect and animosity toward the ex because they're so bad. And so we're doing God's work in opposing that individual. And teaching our children how wrong their ex is, how wrong their mother is, how wrong their father is. We're doing God's work. We're we're thinking that we're doing right, but no, it's the exact opposite, mostly. It It is making the choice toward acceptance, but it is with understanding. And here's the understanding, that when we look at that other parent, that ex-spouse of ours, that parent is that child. Right. And so we're not just saying this to about anybody. We're saying this about our children, that that individual is part of our child. And therefore, when we bring acceptance to that individual, something miraculously happens within that child that is fulfilled and and uh, and blessed and buttressed and helped and strengthened and empowered to where the child is not lost to this society. My children, who are children of divorce, so happy when uh, I and their mother get along. So happy. Oh, they're just beaming. They're so they see they they're so happy when when I as her father and she as her mother when we have a cordial relationship. It is so powerful. This is not mild stuff, mostly. No, so it's huge. You, this is, and and I'll I'll end with this story. Um, there is a prison near where I live. There are five thousand inmates in the prison. They were all given by the chaplaincy 
a uh, during Father's Day or before Father's Day, free uh, postage and cards so that the inmates can write letters to their dads for Father's Day. Five thousand inmates had free postage and uh, envelopes and cards for them. The question is: is how many of the five thousand accepted cards to write to their father? How many? Less than 10. Wow. That speaks to the power that we're talking yeah. about. And I asked the chaplain, what if the, those uh, inmates loved their dads and responded well to their dads? The chaplain said they'd have to close down the prison for lack of business. Wow. That is absolutely so. Because, you know, the love of a father to, for the son and the son for the father is huge. 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 Powerful. And here's, here's the scripture that convinced me that this is so right, what we're doing here. It's Deuteronomy chapter 5, verse 16. Honor your father and your mother as the Lord your God has commanded you, that your days may be long and that it may be well with you in the land which the Lord your God is giving you. We need to teach our children to honor their, the ex. If we're a male, honor the mom. If we're a female, honor the dad. And it, the children will be blessed by God. I hope you enjoyed today's edition of Real Christianity. This program is sponsored by the Personal Injury Law Offices of Attorney Mosley Collins. If you or a loved one have been badly injured, you need wise legal counsel. Attorney Mosley Collins has been helping injured people for over 28 years. He knows how to win your case. You can reach Attorney Mosley Collins and his legal staff by calling our office at 916-444-4444. There is never a charge until he wins your case. So just remember, dial all fours for legal help. Now here's a final word from Mosley. Thank you, Lisa. I don't want to end today's program without asking you, my listener, a very important question. Do you have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ? I'm not asking you if you go to church. I'm not asking you if you call yourself a Christian. I'm asking you, do you have a daily personal relationship with Jesus? Have you ever prayed to receive Christ as your Savior? If you haven't, or if you're not sure, call me at my office and I will take the time to pray with you and I will send you a free Bible. If you have any doubt concerning this, I hope you will call me and we will pray together for you to receive Christ and the gift of eternal life. Thank you for listening. From all of us here at Real Christianity, we pray that God will bless you and keep you and that you will live in the love of Jesus.
If you're pregnant and considering abortion, I have important news. I'm attorney Mosley Collins. Perhaps you know my phone number, 444-4444. In the past, I've spoken about personal injury accidents, but today I want to help you if you are pregnant and considering abortion. I know that's a scary spot to be in. So we've created a new organization called SaveYourBaby.org. If you call us, we have resources, medical care, housing, and more to help you save your baby. And it's all free. Many people now believe abortion is a bad choice. Even the woman who brought the original lawsuit legalizing abortion now believes she made a terrible mistake. I don't want you to make a terrible mistake. So I hope you call me at 444-4444. We will help you without charge. But in the end, it's up to you because only you can save your baby. 